historians, and thank you for waiting. Now let's dive into the unexplained. I hope you like it if I call you that. Imagine you are walking through an unexplored place. The birds are singing. The sunlight is creeping in. And it is a very nice day. Suddenly, an ape-like man darts out. This series of events has happened to many people. The aftermath is mostly the same. One person in this events that I just talked about, except this time it was different. This time he was looking for Bigfoot. He was ready with his assistant. And with his assistant, he successfully recorded a video. Now, you might have heard of this person and seen his video. His name is Rogerson Patterson, and his assistant was Gimlin. It's called the Patterson Gimlin video. And where he took the video was North California Bluff Creek on October 20th, 1967. Now, like all videos of the paranormal, there is always skepticism. But this video has stood the test of time better than almost any other Bigfoot video. Here's an example of some evidence. There were only four people alive in 1967 that could span the height of the person in the video, which is seven feet and eight inches. A person that size would need a cane to walk. And if you want to see even more evidence, then you should have it over to a website I found while researching. It's in, it's a link in this description. Now, that is one famous event, but what happens generally with other people, like normal people, when they supposedly see Bigfoot or not. Well, this usually falls under three categories. One, they run as fast as they can and call the authorities or keep silent for the rest of their lives. Two, watch until the fascinating creature disappears and be interested in the paranormal for the rest of their lives. And number three, which is probably the most rarest, but still happens more than a real-life video that stands the test of time like I just told you about, try to think there is a scientific explanation for this and maybe just a relative to an ape. Now, there are, like most things, exceptions, but most of it falls under those three categories.
Now I wonder what you would do in this situation. There is one more thing I want to talk to you about today. Which is about the little red men of Delta. And you might be wondering, why Camel Cat? Why are you mentioning this random topic that also has to do with the Bigfoot? Why don't you tell more about North American Bigfoot sightings instead of this peculiar thing called Real Red Men of Delta? I don't even know where Delta is. I would say to the answer that question if you asked me. Yes, they do exist in North America, in the Rocky Mountains. So, you know, not really any reason at all mentioning it, but it is going in the category of Bigfoot, since they do look a lot like a Bigfoot, about the size of a man, like climbing trees, but are also in the water. Yeah, then you would be able to describe Little Man Delta. Of course, they could just mistake it for some other monkey, or they might not mistake it. For this podcast is for skeptics and paranormal enthusiasts alike. Now, here is a description from someone who self-claims to witness this bizarre creature. Quote, The bizarre creature that only appeared before us, as in he and his brother, thrust his large head forward on his thick-set, furry body, and we could clearly see the surprise and amazement on his face. He looked like a cross between a baboon and a gorilla, with grayish-black skin on his face and reddish-tan fur on his whole body. He gazed at his incredulously with his huge eyes. He had a long, burly arms and skin on his palms was the same grayish black. End quote. If this is not a good description, I don't know what is. Well, this is Bigfoot Episode 2 for the Bigfoot series. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe so we can get more listeners to listen to this podcast. And until next time, stay perfectly peculiar.